Chapter 31. Brent's Basement. I hit the doorbell and noticed a huge metal star hanging off of Brent's house. I guess they're known as barn stars, even though it's hanging off of a suburban home. Originally, it represented the mark of the builder, but ended up being adapted as a sort of architectural Izod symbol. I was always disappointed that they didn't have any pink flamingos in their yard. Brent's mother answered the door. Hello, Gavin. Come in. Brent is downstairs. Would you like some coffee? No, thanks, I said. I'm just here to pick some things up from Brent. He had three weeks to come up with some more paintings, so I was hoping he'd have at least one or two ready to go. I just laughed it off when Gary sent me the prerequisite video of Brent's first two paintings going into the fire. If Gary wants to pay Brent and me for our time, I was just going to run with it. I went downstairs. Brent was lying on the couch with his eyes closed, wearing a pair of headphones. The room smelled like pot, and there was a water pipe sitting next to him. I tapped his foot. Hey, Brent, I said. He slowly looked up at me through slits. Hey, man, he said as I woke him up. Hey, how you doing, I said. He awkwardly leaned forward and pulled the headphones off his head and dropped them to the floor. I could see that his brain was going through a boot-up sequence after a long, pot-induced sleep. I watched him for a moment while he got his bearings. What time is it? I don't know, four o'clock? He stood up and yawned. Do you want my mother to get you some coffee? I'm fine, thanks. I watched him scratch his head one last time while his eyes opened all the way. I asked him, so what have you been doing? I've been working on my music. You gotta hear this. He reached behind the couch and picked up a didgeridoo. It looked exactly like the one the guy was playing at the artist's loft. I said, where did you get that? I was visiting James at the loft and I heard it being played there. This guy was doing some amazing things with it. I had to have it. He brought it over to a microphone connected to a little mixing board. He turned on the amplifier. A loud pop came through some speakers. A noticeable hum filled the room. It was up way too loud, and he had it noticed. You gotta hear this, he said right before blowing through the thing. The room vibrated from the sound, layered with additional echo and feedback. The closest I could come up to describing the god-awful noise was something Godzilla would make while attacking Tokyo. Brent's mom yelled down the stairs. Sweetie, can you turn it down some, please? He stumbled over to the amplifier and turned down a knob. Yeah, Ma, I was just showing Gavin. So the guy just sold it to you, I said. Yeah. He sat back down on the couch. It's handmade from Australia. He only wanted $800. I did some quick math in my head. I gave Brent $1,000 for four of his paintings. That's most likely where he got the cash. He probably spent the remaining $200 on pot. Okay, I was probably responsible for all of this, but no biggie. Brent can do what he wants with his money. He held the instrument horizontally out in front of him. It was practically the length of his couch. He stared at it for a moment. You know, I bet I could use this as a giant bong. Imagine playing it while you smoked it. I hated listening to stone people when you're not stoned yourself. I feel the same way about having sex with someone who was stoned and you're not. You've just got to be on the same wavelength if you want to find anything of interest in the other person's babbling. I'm sure Brent was in a state of everything is genius at that point, but I had my own objectives as to why I was there. Have you done any paintings? I asked him. Oh, sorry. I've been working on my music. I wrote four new songs this week. Do you want to hear them? I can only imagine what he came up with while playing a didgeridoo through an effects box, but I'm confident that it approached Mozart in his mind. 
Now, I'm sure Capitol Records will be calling shortly, looking to fill the government contract for music to torture terrorists by. Well, when do you think you can have more paintings? I asked him impatiently. I don't know. Maybe I'll start one this week. He scratched his chin, then looked around the room for something. He picked up a cup of coffee. I did paint this ceramic mug for my little cousin. Uh, do you want it? Disappointed, I shook my head and headed back up the stairs. Maybe if it said, world's shittiest boss, I could have sent it to Gary Eastman. 